This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Where is the car key? I don't understand. Which hole has the car key in it? Come on, I don't want to be late to this. You're killing me, man. The all-new Elantra with Hyundai Digital Key. Rumors are running rampant about who the next CEO Ferrari will be. Last week, we reported that Luis Camilleri suddenly resigned for personal reasons. Now, an Italian newspaper, Il Massagero, says that SEA CEO Mike Manley is at the top of that list. He's the guy who more than doubled Jeep sales over the last decade and took the brand more upscale. Penske and Roush are teaming up together, but this has nothing to do with motor racing. The Detroit Free Press reports they're collaborating to test out electric Ford F-650 delivery vans. Roush Clean Tech will convert a small number of F-650s to electric powertrains, and Penske Truck Leasing will make them available in California. The trucks get a 138-kilowatt-hour battery that will deliver 100 miles of range and carry 8,500 pounds of payload. California's South Coast Air Quality Management District is paying for the pilot program. Fuel cells are getting a little bit of a pick-me-up in California. Shell was awarded over $7 million to expand hydrogen refueling in the state. There's a total of 51 proposed stations as part of the multi-year program, but this round of funding will be enough for eight new locations. That will also include opening hydrogen pumps at some of Shell's current retail locations. So you could see Hyundai Nexos filling up next to Hyundai Tucson's or Toyota Mirai's next to Corolla's. The world is changing at an ever-increasing pace. No matter what the mode of transportation, there is always the need for an efficient propulsion system. And that's exactly what Borg Warner has been doing since the earliest days of the automotive industry. Most EVs can blow the doors off any comparable ICE vehicle, but no electric motor will ever replace the sound of a high revving engine or the crackle let out of a free-flowing exhaust during a downshift. That's why Aston Martin says there's, quote, always going to be enthusiasts who want powerful gasoline-powered vehicles. So the historic luxury brand is sticking with ICEs for the next decade and beyond. Aston currently uses V8s and V12 engines to power its vehicles, with a new V6 under development. The V8 is supplied by Mercedes-AMG, which it will continue to be, but it's going to get tuned in-house. Of course, Aston can't completely ignore the electrification trend. As you'll remember, Daimler recently increased its stake in Aston, and its push into EVs will see components sourced from AMG, too. An upcoming model will use AMG's plug-in hybrid technology, and then Aston's first BEV will come sometime in the middle of the decade. Speaking of EVs, 
GM says it's fully committed to continually developing new energy vehicles, or NEVs as they're called, with Chinese joint venture partners SAIC and Wuling. The automakers have launched more than 10 NEVs in China so far, and more than 40% of their new vehicle launches over the next five years will be electrified. Those models will come from all the brands GM offers in China and cover all major vehicle segments. It will also offer the Altium EV platform in the country through its partnership with SAIC. The Cadillac Lyric will be the first, followed by models from Buick and Chevrolet. Lexus introduced a new electric drive control system for its next-generation battery electric and hybrid vehicles. Called Direct 4, it controls the delivery of drive torque from the front and rear electric motors and braking force to all four wheels. It automatically adjusts the balance of front and rear wheel drive to adapt the driving conditions to the driver's intentions. The system uses a front and rear e-axle, which each feature an electric motor and transaxle. Lexus says it results in the driver feeling more connected with the vehicle. So now that you've gotten used to the names of all-wheel drive systems like 4Matic, X-Drive, and Quattro for ICE vehicles, we may end up having to learn new ones for EVs too. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Borg Warner, propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy-efficient world. And by Hyundai. Elon Musk sent an email to employees on Friday asking them to increase production because demand was outstripping supply. But in a separate email on Friday, Tesla told workers at its assembly plant in California that it would stop making the Model S and X for three weeks starting on Christmas Eve. Last month, Tesla's sales really slowed down in the U.S. market. Sales of the Model S fell 42% compared to October. The Model X was down 63%, according to estimates from Ward's Intelligence. Even the Model 3 and Model Y were down 61% and 15% respectively. But we have to be careful reading too much into this. Tesla always reports a huge sales surge at the end of every quarter. Meanwhile, sales of other luxury EVs did quite well. The Audi e-tron and Porsche Taycan were up 18%, and the Jaguar I-Pace was up 27%. To incentivize sales, Electric reports that Tesla is going to offer one year of free unlimited supercharging for undelivered Model 3 and Model Y vehicles that deliver by December 31st. Tesla is making a hard push to deliver half a million vehicles in 2020, which would be a record for the company. It needs to deliver more than 181,000 vehicles this quarter to hit that target. But Tesla is not the only one incentivizing EV sales. Vauxhall is offering Corsa E customers in the UK a free home charger and 30,000 miles of free electricity over a three-year period. Customers also receive a free six-month subscription to the UK's largest public charging network. The electric Corsa is powered by a 50-kilowatt-hour lithium-ion battery, which provides a range of 209 miles. If you're interested, though, better hurry up, because the offer only lasts until January 11th. 
We had a Jeep Gladiator in the Autoline garage last week. And while we've reported on this vehicle before, it made us go back and look at how this Jeep is performing in the marketplace. Jeep probably knew that the Gladiator would steal sales from the Wrangler, and it did. Sales of the Wrangler are down 13% this year. But when you combine the sales of the Wrangler and Gladiator, sales are up by 18,000 units, or more than 7%. We estimate those 18,000 units brought in at least $750 million more in revenue. While the base price of the Gladiator is about $34,000, we tested a Mojave model with a price tag of nearly 60 grand. And we've got to believe that FCA is minting money off these Jeeps. But that brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for watching, and we'll be right back here again tomorrow.